going on guys welcome to episode three of yakking live today we're going to be talking about off-season fishing preparation so let's get right into it hey this is country earl and you're listening to yakking live with the clay kayak crew oh yeah to let's go Before we get into the episode, we'd like to take a moment to recognize our sponsor, D.H. Baits. D.H. Baits specializes in a variety of spinner baits and jigs. We use his baits and they never fail us. If you want a bait that will actually catch a fish, check out D.H. Baits on Facebook. With that being said, let's get back to the episode. How's everybody doing tonight, boys? Doing great. Tired. Well, so the topic today is off-season fishing preparations. Yep. I don't know about you guys, but... I kind of feel like that's very, very important. It is very important. Games are won uh, in the off season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Out here doing some uh, dumbbell fly, uh, you know, like preparing those muscles. For it's like them Gatorade commercials. Yeah. They slam the Gatorades down. Well, Sorry about that. <laughs> we love you, Bending Branches. <laughs> love you, Bending Branches. Uh, Anyways, off season. Back, back to, back to what you were saying. I don't know what's one. Of, what's, what's one of your favorite things to do? Well, the off season is really all about organizing, I believe. Uh, I think this is a time for one you need to order your new boat accessories. You know, that could be your fish finders, mm-hmm. your uh, your trolling motors, your paddle holders, your rod holders, installing all that stuff. I feel like that's a great time to do that. That way, in the springtime, you can really focus on you know getting out there and fishing. I'm gonna be like uh, Nate and say I'm gonna be purchasing. Yeah, he's gonna Nate be trolling motor. Some things this winter. I'm gonna be purchasing a ten pound bass this year, so <laughs> be, yeah. be in tune for that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little slap happy. So, here's one of my favorite things, and I feel like it's pretty important because it's one of the major pieces of gear that you use, and that's just like performing some springtime or you know pre-springtime uh, reel maintenance. Because mm-hmm. uh, during the season, your reels actually kind of take a beating if you whether you believe it or not. Yeah. Um, and so, for example, like, I'll take each reel individually, and I will check them for damage. Uh, if something's damaged, I'll replace it. Um, it's also a good time at this point to take all your side plates off, use yeah. some sort of lubrication. I like the Lucas Oil uh, reel maintenance lubrication. It seems to do really well. Yeah. And I'll, you know, lube all the bearings up, all the magnets, all that good stuff, and just make sure nothing's got rust or anything on it. Right. Uh, which is really important, especially if you saltwater fish. Like, yeah, those real take they take a lot of beating from the salt. Definitely, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like if you take care of your stuff, your stuff will take care of you. Exactly. Yeah. When the season comes, yeah, yeah, yep. it, it helps prolong the life of your equipment. Oh yeah, definitely. Because we're not professionals, we can't go out here and you know yeah. buy new reels every season. Unless somebody wants to sponsor us. Yeah. Hint, 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 hint. Happy birthday. But you know, once the once the maintenance is done, uh, this is also a good time to you know unspool all your old fishing line. Yeah. yeah. Take all that stuff off, even though like you replaced it the season before. Mm-hmm. That stuff, you know, it, the weather dry rots it and it gets brittle and breaks. Yeah. So I mean, like, why would you take a chance on missing like a PB, like a personal yeah. best, because sure. of crappy fishing line? That's happened to me before. That's happened to me before. I, I've, I've just. Yeah. Throw, throw them in the garage or something. Then later uh, in the, like two or three months later, I would go to a 
fish or something and I'd have a fish on like break off and I, whenever you look at them in the spool it's like no wonder you know what I'm saying it's like dry yeah, exactly. rotted yep. and the sun like UV rays from the sun even though it's on your reel still affects floor, especially fluorocarbon and yeah. mono yep. braid's not so bad because braid's really strong mm-hmm. uh, but fluorocarbon and, and mono takes a beating from the elements yeah <clears throat> yeah. and you know once that's done, you know, you got all that stuff maintenance up, got your fishing line replaced. Um, you know, I'll take a look at the rod guides on my rods because mm-hmm. sometimes they'll get brittle and break and do all kinds of crazy stuff that you don't even realize. And i tell you something I had experienced, uh, that's why I started checking these things, is, you know, you'll, you'll tie a big $9, $10 spinnerbait on and you'll yep. sling it out there. Next thing you know, your bait's sailing across the lake. Yep. <laughs> because your fishing line broke. Yep. And it's like, wow. I was know? so bad for that. Like, whenever I first got into bass fishing, I was just, I didn't really learn knots and stuff at first. I would literally just tie them, like, yep. just a regular knot. And I would do it, like, 15 times. And then one day I got, I think it was one of them Strike Kings. It was a, it was a heavy one. I think it was, like, an ounce. And uh, I just rode it back. And I just let it fly. And you heard the the. Yeah, there's a sound. It gives that little. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, maybe I need to learn how to tie. And then you're like, dang boys, my bait just grew wings. So it's, <laughs> it's on yeah. the bank. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. You ever done that, Brendan? I have done that. And then you're uh, trying to fish it out instead of actually oh, catching yeah. the fish. Yep. So uh, I've actually done it in trees a few times. Or them tree fish. Yeah, yeah. Them, them tree fish are what, deadly. You, know, you mentioned knots. Like, what is your favorite knot? Palomar knot. I think I think it's most yeah. useful. By far. I think so too. <clears throat> There's and, and you know now that you say that that's honestly that's the only knot I use. The only one I don't like tying that on is a spinnerbait, just because it's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now I do use a Palomar knot ninety seven percent of the time. Yeah, I I think it's the most that's the most commonly used one. <clears throat> and you got the trialing knot that's pretty okay. Yeah, I need that's probably something I should work on is is knot tying. I think that dude all kinds of yeah. I tell you one that's rough is like tying. Say you want to use a braid main line and you want to use a fluorocarbon leader. Yeah. Those can be tough knots until you get used to them. Yeah. It's going back to the uh, off-season stuff. Uh, Jared, you just bought a fish finder. I did. You're actually yep. going to be using it this summer uh, in spring. A big Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, big. So money. have you have you actually installed that yet or? Uh, it's it's in the testing phases right now. Okay. I've, I've pretty much got it installed, but. Okay. Uh, it's in the testing phases to make it more efficient. Yeah, I can't wait to uh to check it out and see how it works. Which I mean, it's on your boat, but I mean, I'll be there too. So yeah, you'll be there. Well, uh, I on. can't wait to test that. We're probably gonna do a video as well on uh how to install one because I know a lot of people have questions. It's got side scan. It's yeah. got down scan. It's got chirp. Everything you want to scan. The main reason I bought it was to find some crappie. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm I think we're wanting to do yeah. some crappie fishing. Oh yeah, for sure. It's not just on a boat. It's on a bona fide. It's on a bona fide. SS one twenty seven. So. The greatest paddle kayak on the planet. Have you purchased one yet, or is it still on the wish list? It's still on the wish list. It's on the wish list. Uh, I'm taking donations. I got a uh, GoFundMe page if y'all want to donate yeah. anything. Hey, really? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to set it up. Start saying it. would be pretty awesome. What's the, uh, a little off topic, what's the new uh, kayak that uh, Bonafide was coming out with? I remember it was the R something. Yeah, the RVR. RVR. It's a river-specific boat, yeah. which, I mean, you can use it on any body of water, mm-hmm. but uh, the, way, the way I take it, the way the hole and stuff is designed, it's yep. made to take those rapids and stuff and just stick right to the water while you're fishing. Yeah, I was watching that video. That guy, he was at some big dam, 
And, I mean, the water was just like like waves, it looked like. And, dude, it was just cutting right through. We might have to take a trip to Canoe, Kentucky and test one of those. I love that place. I do, It's so nice. Canoe, Kentucky, if you're watching. Yeah. Like us. Go check Canoe, Kentucky out, guys. I mean, they they sell. They got some really cool boats. Yeah, it's cool down there, man. It's like, I mean, this just this real retro-looking shop. And then you just walk down a stairwell, and there you are, this beautiful river in Franklin County. It's actually the Elkhorn. Yeah, the Elkhorn, yeah. Well, so it's a it's a pretty pretty nice place. Hey, we should we should take a trip up there and test one of those RVRs out. We're gonna take a trip sure. up there and buy buy a kayak. It's on my wish list. Right. It's on his wish list, man. Sounds I mean, good. when he gets his GoFundMe up and running, yeah, I might mean, put an RVR on my wish list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so guys, another thing I you know had in mind for you know the off season. I think it's good to reorganize your tackle boxes because I mean yep. when you're you know fishing and in the summer spring and fall you're throwing baits everywhere uh you may have a certain tackle box you know for your your spinners and certain tackle box for your crawls and you may get them mixed up and i think it's just a good a good time to uh to organize your tackle boxes a lot better well you uh, seen what mine looked like the other day you was here yeah, i mean was, that was it was a mess everything in the world in it just because you get done yeah. fishing you're just like oh well, i'm just gonna sling that in there and uh, you forget yeah. about it yep and then next time you go fishing you're like well where's my yep. You know, where's my white spinner bait that I was throwing the other yeah, day? Yeah, I think it's prime time in the off season for sure. Which a lot of people winter fish too. And they do. Know, we yeah. don't do a lot of winter. Fish. I don't really think there's an off season, and there's even though we're talking about it, there's, I guess I guess just a time when you don't fish, fish as, as much. much. Yeah, exactly. Which honestly, ours is the winter time. We ain't fished, and I ain't fished. I'll be honest, in like two or three months. It's been the last yeah, time it's been I did. A couple months just cause so, of work and yeah, work. You know, but, newborns yeah. and all kinds yeah. of stuff. Yep. But, you know, organization is very important um, because you obviously need to find your baits when you need them. But, you know, say you're out of one of your favorite baits. Mm-hmm. And say we're out of, you know, watermelon red bandito bugs and we're like, Ooh. hey, I need some more watermelon red bandito bugs. Right. So yeah. that's that's the time you would reorder your new, your, your favorite baits to oh, restock. Yeah. And some DH baits. And some DH some baits. DH. Magic. Hey, he's going to, yeah, we got to get some of those. Yeah. We got to get some of those off him. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Nate? What was the question? I'm sorry. What was the, I'm a little slap happy, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> what was the Off season, the best way to prep for the off season? Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I mean, organization, like you said, is definitely a thing. It's honestly caught me at a standstill. Well, let me ask you it. this. What? What kind you know, of baits are you going to be using when you start going fishing? What What do you think is going to be your go-to bait? You know, when when, when springtime comes that you're going to have, you know, Chatter already bait. on your boat and ready to go. Chatterbait, buzzbait. Man, I didn't – about about D.H. Dustin, and that was the first time I met Dustin. Dude was knowledgeable. I yeah, mean, yeah. He knows by no stuff. means am I Mike Canelli or uh, Kevin Van Dam, by no means, but dude, we know I that, mean, this yeah. guy was talking. <laughs> this <laughs> guy was talking. I'm over here like secretly like writing notes down. Um, he knows so, his stuff, man, for sure. Um, I, I but I agree, and and I know it's a little like I'm agreeing with exactly the same thing they're saying. Organization is key, especially if you're not fishing a lot, because you know there's times like after I get done fishing, I'll basically just throw my crap in the little storage compartment and then you come back and your hooks are rusted and your baits just open and it's just a good time to reorganize everything and my my father which is a crappie guy big time crappie fishing um they're big into uh restocking stuff 
So, you know, like they'll yeah. buy they'll buy jigs and stuff before they like start going to these crappie tournaments and stuff. And uh, if we're in Lexington or somewhere, uh, they'll stop at Cabela's and they'll resupply on everything, whether it be uh, jigs, hooks. Um, I know they're they're getting big into the uh, buying the um, what is it the little tackle boxes that's a uh, rust proof, got the little like Z yeah, rust. Z rust. That's what I use. Z rust. So, um, which is what Mike Iconelli used. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess it's just uh, just stuff like that restocking. Um, because you know, whenever you're fishing, especially hard, whether it be in the springtime and summertime, you know, you're, you're not wanting to have to go into Cabela's or Walmart yeah. or Bass Pro every day. And you're like, Oh, yeah. well, uh, I got to get another pack of, uh, stick baits. You know, you just go in there and you buy it like all in bulk. Well, that's just like me, man. I use, and I know we all keep our tack, tackle boxes full of like tackle, but essentially if you think about it, you only use certain baits mainly. Oh, like yeah. for example, like on you know soft plastics, I'll use I'll have a black, black and blue flake. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll throw a red and black a red and black flake in there, mm-hmm. or I'll have my favorite color. Like if water's clear, uh, watermelon red flake, or oh, just yeah. just a green pumpkin. And so if you get out of those baits, and that's the main baits you use, you obviously need to restock them. That way you're prepared, not having to you know wait for them to come in or whatever. I yeah. think I have more baits that I don't use rather than the Same. baits I use. And, it, and it's here. just like, you know, you're on Tackle Warehouse. You know, you're looking. You see this bait, and you think it looks cool. Like, uh, what was it, Live Target? They came out with the duck. Like that oh, little, yeah. like, it's like a duck. <laughs> and I'm like, man, like, I don't really think I could catch much off of like it around the here. Like the duck, the mouse? Yeah, I got the, I actually crazy. caught one off the mouse. I was at a I was at a nearby pond, a little, like, three-acre pond. It, well, it really ain't a little pond. But uh, I used that live mouse, and I ended up catching a little little four or five pounds. Really? Yeah. Maybe we should do, like, a, a video challenge of that, like a... Yeah. Maybe. I'm telling you, I would... And that, I mean, that, that duck, it ain't it ain't little. I mean, it's about the size of my hand. I mean, if you catch a bass off that, yeah, that's going mean, to be a good one. Just, bass are predatory animals. I mean, oh, yeah. we're talking about spring, like, like pre-spawn. You know, bass are really yeah. aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. And so you throw a little duck out there, and they're like, hey... That's a that's a three course meal, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Yep. So, and that's like oh, that's why I like the color. Uh, you know, it's got some kind of red in it in the in the pre spawn, is because you know it imitates some kind Injured, of dying yeah. like bait fish or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know blood or something like that. And where they're really aggressive, that's man, they love that stuff. Bluegill, bluegill's another yeah, bait. Bluegill. Like when they're pre when they're spawning, you know, you you take a bluegill, hook it right right in the tail. And uh, put it down there, let it swim around. Dude, it's, I mean, it's. And you know, like a lot of times, and I know this is kind of off subject, but a lot of times you got to prepare your baits for where you're fishing. Mm-hmm. Like, like some bodies of water, they may be on a shad bite. Yep. Some bodies of water, they may be on like a crawl bite. Some bodies of water, they may be like some kind of creature style, like lizards or, oh, yeah. you know, something like that. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a good point. I mean, because you got to prepare those baits, you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean. No, we've already been preparing trips where we're going to go. Yeah, so we, you know, we're that's a good time in the well, off season as well. Is, that's one of my off season preparations: planning right. your, you know, planning planning out go. your trips, planning yeah. out what kind of baits you're going to, you know. No body of water is the same. I mean, every oh, right. everybody, yeah. Willow Green in, in Madison County, that's it's different. There's Green Rivers Creek. Yeah, until you get used to it, that's because yeah. you know. Yeah. Most of the fish stay towards the bottom there. It's it, the river channel weird there. Mm-hmm. And when I first started fishing there, I was like, man, I can't do nothing. Yeah. But you got to fish those rock cliffs and, you know, the river channel stuff. And that's uh, everybody water is different. You yep. know, you got to prepare mm-hmm. differently for it. 
you got to find that old man that's been there since like yeah. the 70s. And he even knows like everyone there knows when places was built. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you got to yeah. find. Been there since the beginning of the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we talk about rod and reels and baits. What about your boats? Like, y'all ever think about doing any maintenance on your boats? Well, that's kind of what I was talking about at the beginning. I think you should definitely, you know, clean up your boat uh, in the off season. I think before Winterized you take it, it yeah. out, you should, you know, take it to the car wash or whatever and wash it off. You know, get it prepped because you got to take care of your stuff. I mean, it'll, it'll wear out. Well, on top of washing them, like, I don't know about you boys, but I use a 303 polish. Yeah. Yeah. And so what I'll do is I'll wash it and then I'll just spray it over with that 303, uh, protect it, mm-hmm. wipe it down. And that just protects the plastic, and uh, oh yeah, you know, because the hull of your boat is important, you know. Yeah. Right. And it does; it's plastic, so it can get brittle, and it can, you know, uh, get weak. And then, uh, you know, it's important to clean it and make sure you protect it the best that you can, uh, especially from the UV rays of the sun. Yeah. And especially if you have these kayaks laying out, you know, outdoors. I mean, which we, we don't we, do. We've got our no. yeah, we've got our equipment indoors, luckily. A lot of people just leave their kayaks laying outdoors, and it they get. We got to take care nice. of the bona fides. Yeah, they put it like behind the house and, and flip yeah. it over. Then the springtime there's a little copper head under <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, or use it for a garden bed. Use yeah, the, yeah. Use the seat in there for like a garden bed. Yeah. I've seen that. What well, ain't you know? Adding on to protecting it. What about you know checking all like your your seat bolts and your oh, yeah. handle bolts and stuff? Make sure they're tight. Because mm-hmm. you know, well if you get That's it out important. of the truck and your handle just breaks because. You know, the boat was loose. Jared is the real deal kayak owner. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm sitting here and I'm like, this guy, this guy's the real deal, first off. Hey, I love it, man. I didn't know what kind of caliber of guy I was, I was around. I'm very passionate about it, dude. <laughs> I love it. You got to take care of your equipment, man. That, yeah, yeah I, and I agree. It, it is true, which, I mean, obviously I don't have a, a bona fide a yet. Basement. I don't have a bona fide yet. It's on the but, wish list. Uh, as far as like, you know, like bass boats, like my father's got well, yeah, a bass, bass boat. boat. Uh, winterizing it and everything and charging your batteries yeah it's it's yeah. it's a it's true so Nate, jared's kind of like that 70 year old man that we were talking about earlier that knows yeah. everything about the place i mean he knows everything about the kite he's you'll been, get there he'll get there one day he's he's old and wise he's been around the world once seen everything twice yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> working on the third time oh my oh. gosh oh my god <laughs> you hear me well, anything else you all want to add? I mean, obviously, you know, we covered taking care of your stuff. We covered reorganizing. Uh, the main thing is check your line. Yep. Because, you know, brittle line is important to get rid of. Yep. Uh, check all your rod tips. Uh, lube all your reels. Make sure you can find your bait when you need it. Because if you can't find it, you can't use it. And then just make sure your kayak's intact and in good shape and ready to roll. Get you out on the water. Ready to go. Make sure you got all your equipment installed. And make sure you got a PFD because Lord knows we've had a lot of kayak accidents here lately. Yeah. yeah. People drowning and stuff because they're yeah. not wearing PFDs. Make sure you uh, uh, get a lot of stickers to put on your kayak because uh, obviously a lot of more stickers you have, the better the fishermen you have. Exactly. You go to these lakes and, and these guys got like their whole kayak or even their bass boats covered in all these Abu Garcia stickers and you're like, Man, this guy, this, knows, this really guy knows or what wraps. is I mean, up. If you're gonna wrap your kayak, this is a great time of the year to wrap a kayak, yeah, which we are going to do. Which, yeah, maybe, we are going to do. We're we're in the process of uh, trying to get our wraps for our kayaks right now, and we're going to have that done before spring. We get our supplier you know. on board. Yeah, yeah. 
Guys, I was just joking about the stickers. That was just, that was just my main Yeah, mate. I think you struck a nerve there over here. Yeah, Jared, he is about to go off. Yeah. <laughs> you can just tell. Hey, my track record's way better than your toes. I'm fine with that. I just, I As a matter of fact, if I remember correctly, the last time we went fishing, I was fishing. I looked over and you two were sword fighting with your paddles. I just got well, done taking I mean, a nap, too. Dude, it was, yeah. that was, yeah, probably, that nap was like one of the best naps I've ever had. Well, like, you oh, got really? somebody. You got somebody behind the camera too. That's usually me. Since uh, you all, you know, I just sit here. I sit here and look pretty. You're just here. You're just here. I'm to just be here, here, guys. No, it's just vibing, sleeping, yeah. just vibing. chilling. Yeah. Just vibing. Well, guys, we appreciate you tuning in uh, again. This is a little bit of a short episode, but uh, we figured it was you know important to cover this topic. Uh, some people, you know, we have had questions. What you know? What are you doing in the winter time? because uh, there's always something to do you know and always when, when you're fishing um so like i said we appreciate y'all tuning in uh we'll be back with another episode here in two weeks and like we always say keep, keep on, yakking. on yakking tune in next time for yakking live it's available on youtube apple podcast and more wherever you go to find your favorite podcast play kayak fishing like their facebook page and stay updated on what's happening and as always they say keep on yakking